Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to In God We Trust, Not Government. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it's Tuesday, April 12th in the year 2022. And yes, today we had our, as expected, fallout from the Biden attempt yesterday to ban new forms of guns out of absolute surprise and shock and awe to the entire world. There was a shooting in the New York subway. Amazing how that happens, including an eyewitness. Check this out. You said you're an eyewitness of what happened. You were on the train before uh, the thing. Can you tell me what happened? What'd you see? Okay. When I came out, it was a weird smell in the air and I automatically noticed this smell was something I never smelled before and it was smoky. So I came out, I saw three people laying on the floor and he had like a, a wound on his leg, a Chinese individual and a Spanish guy with braids. And then I, well, as soon as I saw that, I didn't know what happened. I thought it was Corona. So I just ran out. <laughs> I thought it was Corona too. I thought Corona would smell like that. And amazing the detail he had in the middle of the smoke and the chaos. And Unbelievable. The cameras at MTA weren't working, just happened not to be working. Yep. And here's better yet. The guy who took the photo, one of the still photos that posted online, he goes by Black Rapper 666. I'm sorry, Black Prepper. Black Prepper 666. Nothing to see here, folks. I'm sure it's all just a legit coincidence. Oh, my goodness. Hey, before we go any further, make sure you're getting good sleep. After a day like this, you're going to need it. So make sure you're getting good sleep. And how do you get good sleep? You need great products to sleep on. And what are those? Those are like pillows and sheets, comforters, great great mattresses or mattress toppers. And then you need to have those great towels as well when you take a shower, when you get up. And tell you what, all those products are available at your favorite store, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation's landing page. It features all the great specials. And they are great specials. And you head on over there because right now you can get 60% off on Giza cotton sheets, which are literally out of this world. Some of the most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. And that comes from a year worth of trials now. We have the classic My Pillow at as low as $19.98. Fantastic, super comfortable. You have a new Giza cotton pillow, another amazing development at the at the labs of My Pillow, the sleep labs of My Pillow. You also have sleepwear for men and women, 50% off. My slippers, 50% off. Huge savings on mattresses and mattress toppers. And just the list goes on. So many things that are so good for your health and your sleep without needing to take any medication, sleep pills, or anything else like that. So head on over to MyPillow.com, or you can go to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, which is the Bards Nation's special landing page just for us. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of all these great savings. 
And while you're there, you can, if you decide that, well, you know what, I want to speak to a real person. Well, you can, because you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and you will get a chance to speak to a Patriot Pillow counselor. And they'll walk you through everything you need for a good night's sleep. And they'll you give them your promo code and you're locked in. They'll take care of you. They'll hook you right up. So again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards for the best sleep stuff on the market. Patriots, a lot of things are falling apart right now for the globalist regime. And then the globalists obviously have a singular goal, which is to pipe us in to starvation and submission and all that sort of thing. And Klaus Schwab has a few things to remind you about on how this ends. So listen carefully. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. Young people, you are rallying behind the global wealth tax to manage the alarming surge in wealth inequality. You are calling for programs that help you and young progressive voices join government and become policymakers. To limit global warming, you are demanding to halt to coal, oil, and gas exploration. So the key words, though, is, though, are in all of that is that nobody is safe until you're all vaccinated. In other words, if you're not safe, if you're not vaccinated, we're just going to turn the world upside down and make you all suffer. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. Listen to Glenn Beck. Now, the president was overseas. There was a there were a few gaffes uh, that could have, you know, ended up in. Uh, but. Um, this wasn't one of them, but it was kind of revealing when the president was uh, with the Polish president in Warsaw. Uh, he complimented the Poles on the number of refugees that they're taking in. And he knows he knows. Watch the fact that you have so many, so many Ukrainians seeking refuge in, the, in this, in this uh, country of Poland. We understand that because we have in our southern border thousands of people a day literally not figuratively trying to get into the united states yeah thousands he later put a number on that it was eight thousand every week which is uh the one about three million people that's what's expected now this year three million illegals across our border backfilling all those people that are taking the jab that are dropping over dead or have myocarditis this has always been the plan by the way, if you have not seen the Dr. Brian Artis special on, there's two of them, and they're both great to see. Make sure you get over to Brighton. I think Brighton's the best with Mike Adams because Mike has four hours. He's released part two. There's a whole series of interviews. I think the Stu Peters, which was unfortunate for um, Dr. Artis, Stu Peters is a media whore. And he likes to create all sorts of fear panic, and I can't stand that. And you know how I feel about that. I think it was a fairly well-done interview. It's very concise. It's 45 minutes. But I think it, whoever edited that piece missed kind of the major punchline of all the evidence. And Dr. Artist goes into a lot more detail with Mike Adams. Head on over there and listen to that. But if you don't want to do that, you don't need to worry because Dr. Artist is going to be on here Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night, I've got him coming on to talk about this, and we're going to dig in as deep as he wants to go. 
So I would also say if there are some questions that you have, and I'm very open to this, get them over to our mods, and I'll be happy to go through them, and I'll put together some of the questions, and I won't say all, but I'll definitely incorporate some of the questions that you might have from these interviews with Dr. Artis. So just um, feel free to pass those on to our mods if you have questions or concerns. All right, so continuing on with this, the, the thing that we're in right now is a situation where obviously our government cannot be trusted. And one of the reasons that they hate us so much is because that we don't give our loyalty to them. This is an important point in everything that we are going through. Right now, what they're trying to do is to punish people. But at the same time, they're also trying to keep your eyes off of everything. One of the critical issues has come out today, and they're scrambling left and right to try to figure out what to do about this of the inflation numbers and to the shock and awe of the world, it's bad inflation as if we didn't know. Inflation report confirming what pretty much anyone who's bought groceries lately already knows, and that is that prices are the highest for Americans now that we've seen in a generation. The consumer price index surged to eight and a half percent last month compared to a year earlier. That is the biggest price hike we've seen in a generation. It comes mostly in the in the meat department at the grocery store, along with fish and eggs, also up more than 10 percent. But pretty much every other staple is also on the rise, everything from milk and coffee to salt and pepper. The White House, meanwhile, is placing the blame squarely with Vladimir Putin. The White House is where we find Peter Ducey this afternoon. Hi, Peter. Jillian, good afternoon. And we checked the tape long before officials here wanted to blame Vladimir Putin for rising prices. They were blaming the pandemic and the supply chain. And they said that inflation was going to be temporary like this time in December. I think you'll see it change. Uh... Um, sooner than quicker than more rapidly than it will take than most people think. That was the hand puppet. Every other Biden. aspect of the economy is racing ahead. It's doing incredibly well. On the way to the president's trip to Iowa within the last hour or so, the press secretary, Jen Psaki, briefed the traveling press that President Biden still confident inflation will ease by the end of this year. But that's as Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is arguing. If the Biden administration truly wants to find the case of record high inflation, all the cause of record high inflation, all they have to do is look in the mirror. These dramatic record setting price increases, uh, increases in inflation weren't caused by Vladimir Putin, but by the bad choices of President Biden and the Democrats who control Congress. And there is now a Trump era chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors, who is explaining a little bit further. What they've been doing is they've been mailing checks to people and printing money. And every, you know, very, very first year high school textbook, frankly, will tell you, economics textbook, will tell you that if you do that, then you get runaway inflation. Officials around here are very sensitive about rising prices. A big part of the reason that the president is in Iowa is to announce a step that he thinks will lower fuel costs, and that is allowing a the extra sale of E15, some extra ethanol uh, gasoline in the hot summer months ahead. Patriots, I have to apologize for putting you through that two minutes of your life that you will never get back. This is the press today. And the reason I wanted to play that clip was to just have you pay attention, as you I hope you heard, of how absolutely juvenile and uneducated of an audience that is hearing this and what it's geared towards. This is literally geared towards about a third grade student right there. They literally have to explain to people in there as they did that when you print checks and give out money, that it causes inflation. 
That's because the group of people that we are growing up with these days are being educated in such a Ill- illogical way that these kids literally don't have a clue. They have no clue what this world is really like. This is a really good one minute perspective on exactly what we are dealing with. I know this bothers a lot of people. Why can't they see it? Why don't they stand up against it? Why are they still supporting the people pushing it? The answer is pretty simple. Because life is easier when you shut up, get in line and do what you're told. Is it better? Depends on how you define better, but probably not. But is it easier? Yeah. Now introduce that mentality into a generation that was raised off of instant gratification, participation trophies, getting whatever you want and not having to work hard for it, throwing tantrums even as an adult will get you what you want, partnered with not teaching them how to deal with their emotions properly and not teaching them how to properly process failure. And you have a very large group of people who are so afraid of failing in life that they'll just do what they're told to look like they're succeeding because they crave validation. So badly they'll take it from anyone instead of the right ones. They can't stand the idea of standing alone because they can't even stand the idea of being alone. It is so much deeper than something they learned in school. It started at home, at a young age, through music, pop culture, the internet, societal expectations. Most of them believe this to their core without even knowing why. And that's it. These people that are out here are so in desire of being validated most have come from broken homes these days in one fashion or another, or some sort of a, too many, I should say, come from broken homes and too many come from inept parenting, that they are seeking validation. And so they don't care. There's no emotion of, or, or desire to have intellectual prowess and to really get to know things. They just will go along with whatever they're being told. And they're being inoculated with the dumbest stuff in the world. Now, I don't know if you've heard But there was a trial that just happened. It was literally a black man that murdered a white woman, openly murdered her, tied her up and stabbed her to death. And they had the jury and the aftermath of the jury revealed that the debates were literally because he was a black man. They should not punish him for life, even though that was a premeditated murder and it was all set up. This is the mentality we now have here, and it is corrupting everything that we are in. We are dealing with a range of issues right now based on a brainwashed public. And where is that brainwashing coming from? It is coming from our government. We can't trust our government. That's the bottom line. There's no possible way we can. And worse, they're trying to do everything they can to keep people's eyes off the real issues, which go right back to 2020. I don't think you fully comprehend your place in history. They're going to talk about this. They're going to discuss this a hundred years from now of what happened and who held people accountable and how it was done. There's no 2022. There's no 2024. That's all a fantasy. If we don't get to the bottom of 3 November for our forefathers, for what this country really stands for. We stand for nothing. That's Steve Bannon, and he nails it right there. And it's absolutely true. And this is why I said, if people are talking to you about elections in 2022, and they're not willing to wrap it up and go back to 2020 and fix it, it's a waste of time. Mike Lindell says it, and he spent literally tens of millions of dollars on this, and he's saying it. Steve Bannon's saying it. I'm saying it. But ironically, President Trump isn't. And ironically, we don't have anybody pushing. Everybody's now, including General Flynn, is trying to push you into 2022. I don't care about 2022. 
because our government is corrupt. We have a hijacked system, and it is so corrupt from top to bottom. The biggest thing we have to start asking ourselves is, can we really trust the government? Man, I know there's a lot of stuff that we all have to look at every day, but in China right now, people are jumping off of their buildings because they're starved of water and food because the government is doing a lockdown for their safety. They're taking their animals. They're taking their children. Their children are being put into quarantine camps where they are dying, some of them. Uh, they're taking their animals and killing their animals. People are in cages. It's, it's insane, man. What I'm seeing right now is insane. And uh, it's just a really terrible but helpful example of what it looks like when you give a government full control like that. We have to stop advocating for the government to be the solution to people's issues, man. Even if you're super afraid of COVID and stuff like that, government, those human beings in government, the human beings that have occupied governmental positions have murdered more other human beings than any human beings in history. Remember that. These people are not going to save you. They're not here to help you. They're there to enrich themselves. Bingo. And that's the whole problem that we have across this nation right now is that there is one group that's trying to cling on to the revival of a, of a government through the changing of political bodies when we've already learned that the political bodies honestly aren't the ones really running the show. And then you have this other group of people that are looking for it's all confirmation issues and trying to be validated. And they're so desirous of an easier life. They want the UBI. They want the free internet. They want the 300 square foot box. That's a low carbon footprint home inside a city where they can all live together like little nested beasts using their rent a car, electric car. And they can live this way and believe in this low carbon footprint. We have literally a, issue right now at hand of cognitive dissonance on a grand scale. Now, I hate to call people out by name, and, and I'm going to tonight for a very particular reason because of something that is just stunning to me, okay? And, and this gets back to quite literally the whole problem with where we are as an intellectual base, especially on the what I would call perhaps the conservative side. Now, I, I'm always I'm always open to the fact, and I'm clear about it, I was very much into Q at the beginning. But the problem we have right now in this whole trust issue is people are trying to put their trust on idols and institutions. One group is trusting in the Biden and the free, this free junk campaign, get free stuff from the Biden administration and you will, you will be provided for. That's one group. Another group is hanging desperately on to the Trump is our savior and Q said it's so, so that's the way it is. Now, one of the things that just kind of backtrack a little bit when I mentioned Dr. Dr. Artis's piece, one of the things I was concerned about and I was vocal here about it was when Stu Peters started to use the term watch the water. I don't know if you realize that, but that's part of the sacred scrolls of, of Q. And according to the rules of the cult of Q, you can't use... You cannot use the things like watch the water unless the Q cult has approved you to use it. And if you don't get approved by the cult of Q, then you must therefore be condemned as a shill because essentially anons have fallen into a protective shell around anything Q. And I'll give you an example of how bad this gets. This gets from IET 17. He is a good researcher, but blinded by his Q obsession. Listen to this read. This comes up on Telegram. You notice that there is a huge influx of fake BS 
when their narrative starts falling apart. The deep, the deep state is absolutely getting their teeth kicked in, and now they have a false flag subway shooting. We know that. Gun regulation coming. We know that. COVID-19 positive all over D.C. We've seen that. Federal vaccine mandates coming back. We've seen that. Mask mandates trying to come back. Yep. Comet, uh, comet headed towards Earth. So all of that I agree with. And then here it comes. Oh, and apparently they put King Cobra venom in our water supply and put it into a, on a documentary called Watch the Water so as soon as the anons will pay attention, all in the last few days. This, this anon researcher just lumped Dr. Artis into the deep state as a shill. And they won't even consider... The fact, listen to how this continues. Newsflash, even if they did put King Cobra venom in the water, it clearly didn't work well because 99% of the people survived, also didn't know King Cobra venom didn't work on kids and only caused deaths in people with multiple com- com- comorbid- comorbidities. The cube group actually believes that Trump saved the world and that the vax is not deadly. They also believe that in all of this, and it's nuts. I mean, they, they believe this, and they, they believe that most of the deaths in, the, in this movement of the vax are made up, that they're part of a deep state program. And whoever is dying, they just pass it off as in, they're just victims of war. I've mentioned this before. This is just part of I want to reinforce my point of why I'm so hard on the Q movement and the Q nuts, because there's no logical thinking anymore. We have to get to a place where we can be critical And we have to get to a place where we have to be very visual, understanding that you have to be logical. And when you're looking at things, you cannot trust politicians and you cannot trust the government right now. Every there is a war going on between the elites and it isn't including us. And this war is all about them taking control of us for their benefit. And whoever wins the prize thinks they're going to get the prize of us. And in the, when the truth starts coming out, and it's an uncomfortable truth for people to face, unfortunately, too many want to run back to the shelter of what they're comfortable with. The, tr- the real sense of faith in walking by faith and not by sight, is the real sense of this is to walk forward and face what you have and be able to take that hard hit and go, wow, that might shake the way I see the world. But the one thing you can count on in this walk is a walk where you are literally walking with God and know that what God's putting before you is truth and the wisdom that he provides. It's literally that simple. So now I'm going to take you down a rabbit hole a little bit and buckle up because I think this is going to be interesting. I want to play you this little rap piece. I hate rap, but I want you to hear it. It's 31 seconds. If they killed the rappers who were spitting truth, they wouldn't have a messenger to reach the youth. So they duplicate physically, implant abilities, replicate tattoos and toning facilities. Indie contracts say worldwide. Label contracts say universal. For all of time and all forms, they own all your music, your image, your name, and your person. <laughs> Weird, right? I know you don't think that is facts. But for 50,000 and a hair sample, you can clone your dog or your dying cat. It's another way for them to win the war by weaponizing important celebrities. Don't kill your foes, just clone their gods. Then you'll control all your enemies. All right, so this caught my attention this morning when I, re- when I heard this. And I was like, all right, wait a minute. So the first thing I, I know, because I've seen these contracts, is that the contracts of the high-level celebrities do put in things like they own their music universally, over the universe, literally, and that they own their, they own their music no matter what form the artist takes. They own their music for life. 
It's a weird contracts clauses they put in there that ultimately seizes control of everything the artist creates, whether they're alive or dead. This is key. So I listened to this rap song this morning and I was like, okay, and I'm bringing all this back. Remember, this whole theme tonight is we, can, we, we trust in God, not in government. So watch this. So I did a little search this morning and I said, no, this can't be. So I Googled a simple search. I didn't use Google. I, I'm using Brave Search now, so, so you know I can't stand Google. So I did a Brave Search, and I, I Brave Searched these words, clone my dog. Here we go. Buckle up. Viagin, pets and equine. Right off their page, I'm going to read it. The company is Viagin, pets and equine. Dog cloning through Viagin Pets presents an opportunity for dog owners to open a new window of extending their relationships with their beloved pets. Dogs provide a unique form of companionship, loyalty, and love. It is difficult for many dog owners to imagine life without their dog. Indeed, many dogs become a member of the family. At Viagin Pets, many of our loving dog owners, ourselves and we, understand intimately the nature of these relationships. Viagin is a world leader in animal cloning. Our scientists have been developing successful animal and cloning and reproductive technology for over 15 years. Our parent company, Transova Genetics, was started by a small group of veterinary scientists and has been developing the science behind these practices for over 30 years. We have produced thousands of happy, healthy, cloned cows and hundreds of cloned horses among, among other animals. The same practice and expertise that underlie these successes are now being brought to dog cloning through Viagin Pets. Our vision at Viagin Pets is to continue to develop and grow the science so that the dog cloning is available to all dog owners. So this all began with a foreign dis uh, disclosure with Dolly the sheep. But 30 years of, of developing this actively now puts us back to 1992, just so we get that right. So I did a little zing over to the site of Transova Genetics. And what do you know? Right on the top of their choice buttons, you can choose cloning services. At Transova Genetics, we have devoted to – we have – been devoted to livestock reproductive technology for over 40 years. This includes the entire toolbox of, of assisted reproductive technology, including embryo transfer, in vitro fertilization, sex semen, genetic preservation, and cloning. Our team developed scientists, caring veterinarians, and expert professionals are the leaders in livestock cloning. With literally thousands of cloned cattle, pigs, sheep, and goats, produced since the first cloned calf was born in 1998. So this is my point of this. This is a topic that gets especially the faith community up on its ears when I'm going to say next. If you can clone a pig and if you can clone a cow, you can clone a human. So all of this Ch chatter about that comes out of Hollywood about cloning clinics and all these people that say, no, that's, that's crazy. I've got news. If you can clone a pig and if you can clone a cow, you can clone a human. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute and now start putting in context the whole reality of where we are. 
They keep everybody in the dark intentionally. Always keep you in the dark. They release things to the public after they've already developed the technologies. When they push it over to universities to research it, they've already developed the base technologies. They're having the universities take it the next step further. We have 30 bioweapons labs in Ukraine. And we know that they were had labs going on in Wuhan. We have begun to see evidence, true evidence, if you've been searching around, of human-pig hybrids coming out of China. They're horrible. We have seen a child recently out of China that was born with a cyclops eye. I have no idea how that was done. I mean, I don't know if that was a defect or intentional. But there's crazy things starting to surface. And we have seen anomalies within our own government of strange things like Biden's ears, how they change, the earlobes suddenly change. Patriots, I can tell you that between the special effects in Hollywood, which are real, the ability to make anybody look like somebody else with latex overlays, with the ability to clone, and we know that this cloning can happen in two ways, one they call a replicant, they can do this if they can do it with animals, they can do it with people. A replicant is to make the animal the same age and size as it was when they cloned it, and a true clone, which is a clone of them genetically from a baby to grow to an adult. And then they have the whole Elon Musk stuff that he's starting to release, which is more than just Elon Musk, which is the biosynthetics, which has been demonstrated in all the Disney animatronics for years. They have softened everybody and got everybody accustomed to what is going on. And this transgender movement, this pedophile movement, look deeper because what you're seeing is that they're working towards creating a hybrid species to where they are literally getting to a place where it's legal for a person in many states already, especially California, to marry a robot. They are transforming humanity right before our very eyes. And what you see on TV, you cannot trust. You just have to keep that in mind. Everything you see visually out of them, they cannot trust. The only trust that ultimately we have is our anchoring in faith and to walk cleanly with the way God wants us to walk, which means breaking from the system. That's the exodus. But you cannot trust this government in any form. The other day I saw an animatronic head it's far more advanced than just animatronics like you see at Disney. It was, when I first saw it, I truly thought it was Elon Musk. What it was was a, about a baseball-sized head version of Elon Musk that they were using a green screen on and a close-up close lens, and he was talking perfectly, but it was all a, a mini robot. All of this technologies that we're talking about, all of this is part of their dark agenda. And when you overlay this with what Dr. Artis was talking about and their whole piece, keep in mind that this government is pushing to using human beings as a basis to experiment on, to pervert, and ultimately to replace. That is their goal. Every single thing that we do. We have to keep that jaundiced eye towards everything that's going on around us. Because if we don't, we're going to get caught flat-footed. I mean, this is a world that's so bizarre that we literally now are hearing the real-life version of what Monty Python said over 20 years ago. What? I want to be a woman. 
from now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Romans, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. <laughs> and that last part's the most truth. It's symbolic against the, the fight against reality. That is really where we are right now, and I think that puts us in a position to understand really what's going on. Because as we anchor harder and harder into truth, what we're going to face is having to digest that there's many of the things that we have accounted on to be truthful, which are outright lies. My personal position, and I think it's shared by many, is that that is the, most, that is the strongest justification to keep ourselves anchored in our love of God bond with Jesus and our and the stand on the rock of faith because the world can fall apart around us and we will never waver we will be solid and we will be strong because we always know where to turn we're not going to we have to watch ourselves constantly to falling in the traps of idolatry you know I hit on this a lot and it's very important because we have to identify them whether that idolatry is a is a letter in the alphabet, Q, whether that idolatry is a president or a presidential candidate, whether that idolatry is a thing, your car, your your wealth of your in, in your bank account, your house, whatever that idolatry is, we have to constantly deconstruct those idolatries and place ourselves back with God. The critical issue is we have to also use that, and it's a beautiful moment to use the difference between wealth, which God does not limit us on wealth, and greed. And when we take away greed and idolatries in our life, we're living closer to the path that God wants us to walk on, and none of this other stuff affects us. We are kept, we keep with eyes clear, eyes to see. This is all the real important piece here in life. And as we do this and we continue to keep a clear path, the narrow path is a hard path. There's many, many distractions along the way. So in this last piece, just take a listen to this. This is a really good perspective on the type of spiritual warfare that we're currently facing. To some people have said what we're dealing with is spiritual warfare right now. I agree with that. Even though I don't like warfare analogies, sometimes they're apt. Um, but if we are arguing at some level that we must live in fear of one another, is that not an attack on our spiritual essence? Our true origin, of Heavenly Father with God. I mean, this, this to me is so obvious. I'm like, how does how anybody not see this? That if they're you know, of faith, that they can't see that this fear-mongering is not of God, that there's some other agenda happening here. And of course, that manifests in a lot of the things that destroy the terrain. You know, coming from the germ theory, the fear of the germ kind of planted a state of consciousness, if you will, that would limit our, let's say, coming back to the love and the faith and the belief that would have us out of that fear. And that was the point where we had to declare war on nature, on creation itself. Think about it. 
what this germ theory means. It's like my, God created this place and everything's here just to jump up and kill us at any moment. So suddenly now we have, we are righteous in our war on nature. And then we develop what? More and more toxic, powerful chemicals to kill the things that we thought were going to kill us first. And, you know, this old idea, kill them all, let God sort them out. You hear these things going. It's like this is a mentality of war. Are we to live in a permanent state of war? How does that work? If you understand warfare in terms of the body, that's living in a permanent state of fight or flight. Now, it's good to get away. You know, if a bear's coming at you, get in fight or flight, and everything goes to your, you know, your movement. But if you live in that state permanently, you don't live a long, healthy life. We are not designed to, to do that on a permanent basis. And they are programming us to live in a permanent state of fight or flight. And so the self-fulfilling prophecy is that there will be a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth wave of whatever they call it. They'll call it. It's not, but it's basically living in fear. Exactly. We all come back to the same thing. That all of this noise and confusion that's out here is, has one singular objective. Even the Klaus Schwab threat about you all must be vaccinated or no one is safe. It's to keep us constantly in the state of fear and to keep us constantly in that state of fight or flight. Now, what is fight or flight? Fight or flight executes and causes a, a, a release of two chemicals primarily in the body and in the brain, two brain chemicals. One is adrenaline and second is dopamine. And when those happen, those initial, those chemicals get released Adrenaline gives you that narrow, narrow focus. It's a very critical thing to understand because adrenaline literally narrows your point of view so that all you're focused on is what's before you and what's immediately going to have consequence to you. The impact of adrenaline in your body completely limits your ability to have long-term cognitive thinking. It's intentional because it's a safety mechanism. Dopamine then gives you that rush and clarity that allows you to be calmed down and find a clear path. And again, to find that path out or through the fight. And, and the adrenaline gives you that rush and that boost. Those two things together, all of that energy boost and that clear thinking that it comes with the two chemicals together create an addiction if addict, if provided over too much in the too much in the body over, over time. Dopamine is one of the most addictive substances known to man. So it is a constant approach to keep people in a constant cycle, a constant cycle of fight or flight or fear. So when God says to us over 350 times, fear not, there is literally a, a physiological part of that statement that we have to respect. When you allow, when we allow ourselves to fall into states of anxiety or fear, even at minimal levels, we are allowing the body to be responding with adrenaline and dopamine. And those that are deep in this fight right now that are or deep in this experience where they are locked into this perpetual fear of whether that fear is a fear of the, the, the pandemic and the mask and the and vaccine or whether that fear is tied to the, the, re, the loss of the country through the election process and the, and the obsession with having to have Trump back in power, all of these things, all these are all forms of an idolatry that are stimulating an adrenaline and a dopamine response. And in so doing, they narrow the capacity for a person to literally think logically through it. 
What happens is in a state of process, when you get over-exaggerated in your dopamine and adrenaline responses, which is what happened with many in the COVID response, is that it becomes so intense. There's so much adrenaline and so much dopamine coursing through your bodies that the subconscious makes a critical decision. It literally does this. It will make a decision to save the body over saving reality. And so what it will do is it will realign itself with a new reality that will then give calm or reduced levels of adrenaline and dopamine. So when you are seeing people now believing in the COVID thing, as you are seeing people locked into this Q worship, it's the same principle because the Q group went through the same cognitive snap from November 4th to January 6th because they couldn't process the idea that Trump couldn't win and that somehow what they were told in Q wasn't unraveling right the way they expected. And these two issues they generated high levels, extreme levels of adrenaline and dopamine, then cause for a cognitive snap to realign subconscious thinking into new realities which they now see the world through. In all of that, the one arc that saves it all is our walk with God. And that's the most amazing thing, is when we are literally walking with God and anchoring ourselves in a fearless walk, none of this other stuff hits us. And when we start to get pulled and we realign back to God, we find ourselves right there in the middle again, comforted and in peace as we walk. Faith is the rock on which we stand. And our relationship through Christ to the Father is the absolute way through this matrix and to the joy of whatever that is on the other side. So right now, patriots, I can't stress enough the importance as we walk to keeping yourself solid on that rock of faith. All this other stuff, it's, it will literally pull you this way or that. And I believe that if, we go, if you take time to go back and read about God's words on idolatries, you're going to find that much of this ties in. We have been warned not to worship any other God or idols other than God. And it's for a very particular reason. Because when we do, we get sucked away in such a way that we can't necessarily get back easily. And it's also a physiological thing. So keep ourselves rock solid on that rock of faith. Keep your eyes forward and put yourselves firmly in the grip of God. Because that's our way through this, and we will get through this just fine. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time we've come together. And Jesus, just ask that you'll walk with us this evening. Hear our prayers as we step into this view of the world, as we realize just the importance and the glory and the message that you've given us. And reminder to fear not. To walk in a world fearless of what's around us to walk in a world comforted in our trust in Father, to walk in a world truly that stands on that rock of faith, not building our house on the, on the foundations of sand, but building our houses instead on the rock of faith. And that takes trust. So forgive us in those moments where we have moved aside, we've tripped, we've fallen, we've succumbed to these traps of fear or those lures of anxiety. And with that, all the other negative motions that come from that, the hatred, the anger, the, the fear. And it's this moment as we put ourselves before you, just hear our heart, that we're truly here. We're, we're solid. We're here walking fearlessly, and we will continue to walk fearlessly.
in a most amazing time of our life, in a most amazing time to witness the world through clear eyes. And we thank you for that gift. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, it's a a lot of noise around right now, and it's going to continue to get crazy. We're going to see more false flags. You're going to hear all sorts of interpretations about things. Oh, you're going to hear about the deep tunnels and the, the deep underground bases, and you're going to hear about the alien theories, and you're going to hear about everything under the sun. It's all going to be coming at you on every which way. Breathe. <laughs> Just take a breath. Sit back. Thank Father for where we are. Ask Christ to walk with you a little bit, and we'll be okay. I don't know where this thing ends up. I have no worries, and I have no, no idea how it goes other than what it how the whole thing ends, but we're not there yet. We got a long walk to go before we get there. And right now, the most amazing thing before us is the experience. So enjoy it. It's never going to happen again. It's the once in a lifetime opportunity to really enjoy and witness how much father can reveal to us as we walk. And that's a beautiful thing to do. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. Our prayers right now are just literally that reminder that solidity that we need every step of our day. Breathe in, breathe out. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space.
We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 